What's going on? Coach Haas here. Back to the training date, episode number 26, I believe. So happy that we're getting up there with the, the numbers. Hopefully, um, you're leaving a review. Um, let, me, let me know if this is helping you. Today, we're diving right in. I just got done watching the Ultimate Fighter Cut, uh, the Ultimate Fighter series. Um, Coach McGregor finally won. So he's one in seven. <laughs> exactly like a big ass kid. Very excited about it. His boy won in Rico. Beat this guy named Hunter. What a great fight. I'm not going to break down a fight, but I think that was a really good episode. And I think that, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about it at the end of this episode. But let's get you, let's give you what you came here for. Um, I'm going to give you three tips on how to uh, lose the belly fat. Inspired from the Ultimate Fighter series, I'm also going to show you how to explain or how to find the right program or coach, coaching style that works for you. So let's back up. Let's get right into how you can find a coaching style that works best for you. Um, I'm looking at uh, the contrasting styles, for example, like um, the McGregor and Chandler. Uh, you get to see the two opposing like theories, right? Um, Michael Chandler's more of a Michael Chandler's like he's in the trenches with you. I mean, I think Connor is too, but Michael Chandler seems like he's there with you every step of the way. Like he seems like you're always gonna feel his his presence, like he's there with you, weigh ins um, in the fight. He's very vocal. He's very in tune with his fighters. I think I think he builds a real good community, a real strong kind of like camaraderie with his fighters. And as a result, they feel closer to each other, to him. And I think they perform. I think that's one of the reasons they're performing a little bit better. Um, so he is like, in my opinion, he's like that in-person coach at a boot camp that um, or in-person training that they're with you every minute of your workout. Like you don't you'll know exactly what to do all the time because he's going to be guiding you along Um and, and, and just telling you what to do. So I think, I mean, I think that's important in some aspects, especially as you're just getting started. He, he Michael Chandler is going to do everything he can, it looks like, to make you, uh, and by that, I mean, like, he's going to, uh, he's going to walk you. You're not going to do any thinking. You're going to let him do everything for you as far as thinking, what to expect, laying out your game plan, which I think is good, uh, like I said. But I just think the con with that is that uh, – our you're you're not going to be as self sufficient, um, as you would if you uh, if it was like fifty fifty, right? This is just what it looks like. It, it could be very well not be like that. I personally met Michael Chandler. I think he's a great guy, built like a tank, real good guy. Right, but I remember right before he fought um Tony Ferguson at Killcliff, so good guy. Um, so that now McGregor, McGregor is kind of like I'm going to show you all of the tools. And then it's your job to put it together. So I may be with you for, if we're training for an hour, I may be with you for 20, you might get my undivided attention for 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, we'll, we'll focus on, we'll clean up some technique, clean up some, you know, we'll make your game plan, clean it up, I'll explain it to you, we'll practice it, and then it's your job to put it together, you know, when you're out there as well. Um, so I think McGregor's a little more uh, hands-off. Um, and his, you know, I don't, I don't know if his fighters, I, I think his fighters maybe want to see him more, but he's definitely a little more hands-off. Maybe it's just a business component of the show, like McGregor just there for the, the show. Um, but he's, he seems to be very involved in his fighters, very, uh, what do you call it, um, 
think of the word right now, invested in his fighters. Um, you can see the skill level in these guys. Uh, I just think McGregor is just more of a hands-off kind of, I want to let you kind of like be the masterpiece. I'm just here giving you the paint colors. I think Chillin's a little more hands-on and like, I think it's a little, I think McGregor is much more, gives you much more room to express yourself. Uh, so that's more like online coaching, I would say. I think online coaching, um, obviously you're not meeting the person in, in, you know, at the gym, but you have all the tools you have to succeed. It's just like your willpower, your, 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 you know, your determination. It's like, you got to kind of meet them 50, 50, meet me 50, 50. Um, you know, I'm not going to come throw you out of bed if you're oversleeping or slap food out of your, out of your, off your plate. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's a good mix when you have somebody who is very much more self-aware and willing to just you know, diving in. So think about that. You know, McGregor's more online and Chandler's a little more in-person as far as coaching, but both two fantastic coaches. Um, great skill and just leave it there. All right, so let's get into the three tips Um, based off like the Ultimate Fighter show, the uh, themes or the lessons you can use right now to lose some belly fat, all right? So number one, right? Plan your work, work your plan. I heard this of Craig Ballantyne, but it's very simple. Every fighter has a game plan, right? If you want to lose belly fat, you have a game plan. Everybody has a game plan. Um, execute it. You know, create your game plan and work it. You don't need to. The game plan is supposed to take your thinking out of it, increase your efficiency, and and kind of like predict results. So if you want to lose belly fat, you know, set your calories, set your workouts. Um, uh, avoid like the traps of the extra sweets and processed breads and alcohols with the boys. Uh, you know, work your plan. No, I'm sorry. Plan your work, work your plan. Um, I think this is the most effective strategy, especially if you're counting your calories or having a calorie limit. This is going to be key when losing the belly fat. Um, also the workouts, man, make sure your workouts are, are, are are on point and, and designed to build your body, burn that fat, keep you engaged and keep you mentally resilient throughout the time, you know, for eight weeks, 10 weeks, whatever the case is. Uh, I hired a coach because um, I just don't like to write my own plans. So that's what I'm doing. Um, and it's helped tremendously, honestly. Like I'm able to decrease the stress of my of thinking of what, to do next in the gym or what weights I should use or what exercises or even when it's crowded, I just know what I'm doing. So just keep that in mind. So plan your work, work your plan. That's number one. All right. Uh, no, one more side note is if you work from home, like you're a remote worker still from like, you know, maybe some people didn't go back to COVID or the, whatever the case is fully, mo uh, maybe not fully, mo but if, if the point is if you're working from home, I think that working from home is extremely beneficial when looking to, when looking to lose the belly fat. Here's why. You control your schedule, right? Get to a local gym within 10 minutes away from you. I don't think you should work out at home. I think you should get into a gym with new equipment. And I don't even, I'm getting to the point where I don't even know if uh, like uh, apartment gyms like in your apartment or are, are beneficial because it's too comfortable. I think you should get ready, go to a gym, drive five to 10 minutes. I drive like five minutes away. The house, there's a gym, a little commercial gym right here. And uh, I think that you should change your environment up if you're feeling a little stagnant. Get out of your house. Get out of your surroundings. Get out that comfortability, you know, um, and just get some more versatility. Get some just, you know, you meet some people. I think it's a great thing for you. Um, 
So for remote workers, I think that there's a few things you can do. For remote workers, ideally, I think you should start weight uh, weight training in the morning since that's probably going to be the most like time uh, abundant thing, and then maybe do a and then do a walk in the afternoon, ideally on your lunch break. Now, some people say I don't want to work out twice a day, but if you're sitting all day, you have to kind of think about how we could burn some more calories efficiently, right? And I think a walk is a hour walk, thirty minute. 15 minute, whatever you can do after you weight train, I think it's beneficial. Now swap it out. Say if you oversleep, you know, um, walk first, then work out second. All this shit doesn't matter. The point is that you get it done. You should do that three to four days a week. Work out four days, walk, walk those days, or just figure it out. You can make it work. I don't want to dive too much into like the crosshairs of that. I hope you get the idea. Walking and working out, and you can do both since you work from home. You're just going to your desk. Right. Um, If you're commuting, obviously you can't do that. So, you know, if you're commuting, you know, take advantage of these walks to your 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 office or up the stairs. Use it as like the extra, you know, some cardio 30, 40 minutes a day. Um, You can use some band workouts. I generally would walk in the morning and then maybe walk when I get home and do some kind of weekend workout warrior weekend warrior workout, you know, um, I think that's the most beneficial for people who, who are commuting. And just watch. And every day, if you're working in the office, hit those calories every day while you're walking and doing water. I think these are just so important. So those are two tidbits. Um, keep that keep that in mind, man. That's very important as the remote workers. Uh, that's just a tidbit from that. Number two, we want to stay mentally sharp. So or mentally tough and resilient. Every freaking champion or everybody who's done anything significant in business or in life has always come, can't got through the bullshit. Always. It's never going to be peaches and cream. It's never going to be just like, uh, oh, you want to work, um, you know, you want to do X, Y, Z. Let me just make, let me just make it, make this path of least resistance for you so easy. You'll just wake up and you won't go through arguments with your spouse. You won't go through arguments if you got a job or whatever, or just in general, you won't get sick, won't get hurt. You'll just get ready. It's always what there's this theory that whatever can go wrong will go wrong when you're looking to change it's nothing more than just a test what if you believe in but it's a universal test the beginning is always the toughest so stay in there um the first three weeks of the of a cut four weeks of a journey are going to be terrible because it's adjustment a lot of moving pieces um and i just love ufc so i always look at it like robbie lola just retired a few weeks ago knocked out nico price in like 20 seconds it was fantastic but robbie lawler you you know i got ahead of myself (laughs) sorry this happens since late that's the next point stay mentally sharp that's all i can say this is a big mental game it's emotional you're gonna feel like you're gonna look at your progress pictures and you feel like this shit ain't changing and then one day you're gonna look in the mirror and you're gonna be like wow this is working thank god i've been on my diet for the last 50 days right but you're always going to feel like quitting you're always going to feel like you're not getting somewhere just because this shit takes time and that's when your mind starts taking playing tricks on you you know I always say i was a wrestler so i know what it's like to be working out and possibly gain weight you know but that doesn't really mean you're it's an ineffective workout it could just be whatever it's usually just water you know so keep that in mind stay mentally tough don't give in don't break if you have a cheat meal or a bad weekend just bounce back 
that's one goal I learned from the McGregor team is no matter how much they're losing, he always said, back in the gym on Monday. So for you, get back in the gym on Monday if you have a bad day. Number three, what I was saying <laughs> before I got caught up is uh, rebound from every loss. Take that lesson. Every loss you have, whether you missed a workout, you didn't, you know, you didn't hit a, whatever the goals was, you had a shitty workout or you didn't work out or you had bad weeks of eating, um, you had a, you did a cut and you were going to document it and it just was a terrible experiment. Use that lesson, you know, mate, were you overwhelmed? Did you have any systems to help you help be held accountable? Um, did you care enough? <laughs> Get this shit done, right? Because every time somebody's had an L, they've always came back stronger. Probably Lord, like I was just saying earlier, right? This guy got cut from the UFC, came back, fought his way, was the champion. You know, came, climbed through the ranks, beat everybody up after he got cut, came back. Brandon Moreno, the Mexican 125-pound champ uh, previously, right? Um, he also got cut from a Mexican ultimate fighter show got cut a few years ago when so else beat some people up and now he and then you know he would defend it about three times you know so it's you can make these l's lessons that's that no pity parties no more making excuses let's just get the shit done you can do it all right that's enough rambling for me um if you have any questions you know make sure you, you follow us on instagram twitter facebook hassan adkins or Hassania, it's like lasagna, but with an H on all social medias. Drop your comments, concerns, follow the show, give it a five-star review. Thank you for your time. We're going on closing out on 14 minutes. Um, we'll get some show notes out for you. Appreciate it. Have a good one.